Point Guard is a production of iHeartRadio. Like, I think Sam is one of the most underrated PG. I think Mark Jackson is underrated. Oh, and I would switch places with Magic. No, I don't want to switch with Magic. I want to play with Magic. I'm a reactionary dribble. I'm going to drive you one way, and I'm going to see what you do, and I'm going to react to that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slick Presents, the Point God Podcast. I'm your host, Baron Davis, and we're here with part two with none other than the great Rod Strickland. Hey, bro, if you need me, if you need me to play one year, I would definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you now, BD? 42. <laughs> 42. <laughs> 42. Hey, bro. I just turned 42. God damn. Hey. I wish I was forty-two. If you was forty-two right now, would you would you still try and hoop one more last time? Oh, I would. No, I would be playing in that three-on-three three shit. <laughs> yeah. I would be I would, I'm so mad they did that shit so late. I man, know, yo. I would have uh, murdered that. Oh shit. Oh my like, god! I, oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, dog! Imagine like a three-on-three yeah. three league after man. Man, I, shit, when I retired, I started playing in the old man league in New York. Like, so I was still hunting for basketball, you know? Yeah, I was fucking, I was looking for who. So I'd have played in that three on three. That would have been perfect. All right, here's a question. Name mm-hmm. three of the most, like to you, who are the three most underrated point guards that you've played against or that you admire? Because I feel like John Stockton is one of those dudes that people just don't understand was cold. Yeah, I hate to do this because I start missing people. Yeah, I'll be missing I, people too. I, I just yeah, I don't I really that. say the top. I just say just yeah, pick three of, three random you know, people that you know I, what I mean. But Stockton, I never looked as underrated, like because I knew it, like I was there, I, I experienced it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> underrated about Stockton, nothing, he right? Was he was tough. He controlled the game. He hit open shots. He hit clutch shots. Defensively, he was tough out on the perimeter. I used to post him up and give him problems, mm-hmm. but on the perimeter, I had to get used to him. And then I realized I got to hit him before he hit me. Man. So actually, while I would go in the game and I would just hit him for nothing, dog. Like you had to, just to hit let him. him. Know I was, you, you had know? to hit John Stockton though. Yeah, he had yeah. to be hit, bro. Hit yeah, or he's going to physically mess with you. But underrated, I think Sam Cassell is one of the oh most underrated. Oh, my gosh. Like, hey, and I think you need to get him on. Like, I don't even think he's interviewed enough. Like, yeah, I no, think I got Sam, him. Yeah. <laughs> he, one, he's, everywhere he goes, he's changed the dynamic. Like, go look back at every team Sam went on. They wound up being winners, right? He was a great, you know, scorer, uh, mid-range, three-point shooter. He was tough. Yeah. Like, I think Sam is one of the most underrated PG. I think Mark Jackson is underrated. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I, but he, even when he doesn't score, Mark is the point guard, point guard. Mm-hmm. Mark made people around him believe they can win. Yep. Mark, Mark, could get, Mark could score two points and nine assists, and Mark could, you know, can come off like he dominated everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, but you know, like I think Mark is underrated. You know, I agree. 
I but agree. there's a bunch, man. There's a bunch. We always ask this question: um, if in your era, right? Mm-hmm. If you could say, "Hey, man, I'm, I just I'm just want to switch switch uh, point guard positions with this dude," mm-hmm. <laughs> like who are who are that team or who would that player be? That you felt like, damn, dude, you got it. Oh, I need. I, I would love to have that green. I would want to switch places with Kenny Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I want to switch places. <laughs> lucky dog. He a lucky dog. Yeah. yeah, I would even want to switch places with Kevin Johnson. Mm, mm-hmm. I'd love to play with Charles Barkley. Oh, that'd be uh, awesome. I would switch places with B.J. Armstrong. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Uh, like, like, like those, like, right off the top. Oh, and I would switch places with Magic. No, I don't want to switch with Magic. I want to play with yeah, Magic. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what Isaiah I, said. He said, I want to <laughs> rock with Magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. He said, yeah, dog, I want to rock with Magic. I think, you know, it's, it's you know, when I watch your game, and just like you were just a you were just different. You know what I mean? And it's like when you think about like I like the I I gravitate to the point guards that you can't really define where they're from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. know you from New York, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's some Chicago shit in there yes. too. You know what I mean? Like talk about that. Like where where did that I know it came from you know, probably DePaul and going to college, but talk about like the Chicago like elements you put into your game because I see that. Well, I don't even know if I put it in my game. I think just me going to DePaul and being in Chicago that time, and just because, like I always say, I always give big respect to Chicago. Well, even back then, some of the toughest basketball players ever. So I just think I fit into that because mm-hmm. Chicago is like the second home for me. Yeah. Like people. From Chicago, mm-hmm. but you know I'm I'm, I'm new yeah. I mean I, I I yeah I would think you know just because like the Chicago dudes like they got they got the motor you know what I mean New York is like a hard dribble ha, da, 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 yeah. I'm mixing you I'm trying to embarrass you but your yeah. shit was so smooth yeah. like you well I didn't do extra I tried not to do excess I always tried to move forward and in angles yeah. So, I, I'm a reactionary dribble. I'm not a guy that's just going to come down and do all these 17 dribbles at first and then make a move. I'm a reactionary dribble. I'm going to drive you one way, and I'm going to see what you do, and I'm going to react to that. So, you know, I didn't, you know, I think I was efficient in my dribbles for the most part. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. So, but I was attacking. I was always, but I'm going to tell you the, the best thing is that, I, so as people go to, go into courts and they shoot like, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand uh, uh, sh- shots. I was on the courts like doing dribbles, a mm. thousand, two thousand, like at the same like. So I had a ball handling drill that you had to put it behind your back a certain way, mm-hmm. and you had to do it for let's say three hundred times, right? Damn. But you got to do them in a row. If you mess up, you start all over. Mm-hmm. Then you start walking down the court doing the same thing. So I'm saying to say that I've, I've. I've dribbled the ball so much and it's become so comfortable that when I'm going fast, I know where the ball is at. Yeah, and and yo, yeah, I, like I would say you are the king of the behind the back 
Yeah, crossover. Oh my yeah. God! You know what I stole from you, Doug? Do you you know what I stole from you? <laughs> the left, hard left, yes. and then hit them in the back, and then throw. <laughs> you know what I mean to a layup? Oh my God, dude! I was like, and then you come, you get them on the shoulder, you get all the way on and let them hit your shoulder. And then you just like the draw. You had like the you had the like a high cross behind the back on the break. You had the bump and the drop. Yeah. You hit yeah. me with the one with the left where you came and just basically like hit me on the side of the hip and then threw that <laughs> motherfucker. I was like, oh shit, I'm reaching at the ball and shit. Oh, so the funny thing about that is I had guys complain about that. Like, <laughs> like it mattered, and I I didn't do it purposely, right? Yeah. And I respect them to this day. And every time I see him, I talk about that. Howard Isley. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he came to me after a game. Yo, 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 we got to tap in real quick. We, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Howard Isley. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he came to me after a game. Like, I'm in the tunnel, and I had no clue, right, that I hit him or whatever. <laughs> so he up to me, and he's like, yo, and I forgot how he said it, but it was basically like, yo, knock that off. Like, yo, you hit me or whatever. Like, But he confronted me, <laughs> but no clue what he was talking about. So I don't know if I laughed at first, but then I realized he was serious. And I was like, I don't even, you know, I didn't do it purposely. Yeah. But. Like, I respect him so much. <laughs> you almost feel like, did he try to punk me? Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. But then you look at it like, I kind of respect that. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> so we thought that all, I think I did it to Daryl Armstrong. I think he was hot. Yeah. But I never did it purposely. But I always started out, like, if I'm in transition and there's one guy behind, I'm in front of me, I'm coming at you hard. And it's probably going to be the in and out oh. first to see how you react. Like, <laughs> I start everything with the in and out. Like, I start everything to test you with the in and out. Oh, and my God. I go, yeah, if you react to that, I'm going left. You know, I did it with the right as well. But I always attack, especially if, if you're standing in front of me, I want to see, you know, I want to see your reaction. The in and out. The in and out to the high drop. Wait, so I had a trainer. His name was Mad Moves, Mitch mm -hmm. Mitchell. Oh, and I know Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, uh, I'd be like, yo, I need the Rod Strickland pack <laughs> when we would work out. No, yeah. it'd be like in and out to a high yeah. drop crossover. And he was yeah. like, he was the first person to explain your moves. Yeah. in a way that I would get it. So he yeah. was like, give me two curls, a high mm -hmm. drop, a mm -hmm. sit down, bump around the back to a line. <laughs> and uh, we used to have to work on those. <laughs> but you know what's crazy about that? Like, so you get somebody to teach you that, right? Uh -huh. But I never taught that. Right? right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The weirdest part. Like it was just, you go out in the park, and you try some things, and then you figure out it works, and you keep doing it. Because there are some things now. I'm like, I watch, I watch guys work out players, and they go and they dissect the guy's feet and all that. Yeah, yeah back then. So that's kind of you know. Yeah. So I got to stay on point with all that. But I'm like, they actually like you know watching the feet and the movement. Mm -hmm. But we didn't do that back then. I we know. just, and then we went outside. Yeah, it was, it was. 
I mean, you were like a pioneer in this shit. Yeah, you feel what yeah. I'm saying? Like, well, it's mother- crazy because motherfuckers wasn't doing that, dog. They, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers wasn't ah ah two hard curls and ooh, you know. Oh my yeah. goodness! Wait but till I show them the highlights. I realize now. I realize now that what you're saying. But at the time, you don't even realize. Like I realized the effect I've had on Chicago. Like people tell me that to this day. You know what I mean? And I never knew that. You know, uh, yeah. so as you get older, you start realizing like that, and then you start putting things together. Yeah, and then and then you know you see I I see you all through Kyrie. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you know people are like oh Kyrie got the best handles ever in NBA history, and I'm like man dude, like imagine if these dudes had the same green light that Kyrie had. <laughs> you know what I mean? And can dribble. You know what I mean? But Kyrie got like when I watch Kyrie. The way he he attacks, you know what I mean. The way he lays, the way his whole setup is is it's like a it's a tighter. You know what I mean. Like you as a bigger guard, you as a bigger guard. So, but it's yeah, but (laughs) but I felt like he watched you and like you watched Magic, right? So I feel like. If if I were to define you like you watch magic, so that's where you when you on a break, you come in high. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You come mm-hmm. in high dribble, right? Mm-hmm. Ky- uh and then you talk about Pearl Washington, hard and hard high in and outs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hard high yeah. in and outs. So as I'm yeah. watching you coming up, you know, it's like the hard, you know, it's like magic, you took it down a level. You know what I mean? Because Magic used to be here, because he right. had he had the height, the vision. Right. Then you took right. it, you took it on a run. Like, oh, right. I wish you would touch that ball. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna throw it in front of you. If you touch that rock, you gonna have some issues. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And so I yeah. see Kyrie take you and do a and push it, yeah. and go lower yeah. and push it. You know what I mean? So everything is a push, a curl, and uh. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like a, a, a everything is happening at a plane where if he pull up, you know what I mean? He right in his shooting pocket, dude. And I, I just I just see a lot of that. You know, talk about yeah. that influence. Yeah, I think I, I, he definitely, I'm sure, has watched. Uh, you know, Pops also was really good, so he taught him. We kind of grew up. Yeah, talk, yeah, y'all got yeah, yeah, y'all grew up together. So Dedrick Irvin, well, everyone calls him Dredrick, but yeah. we call him. I got to make sure that because he get mad if you call him Dedrick. <laughs> but, uh, no, we grew up shit, since the third grade, right? Mm. So we grew up playing basketball together. Mitchell Bullets, Gauchos. So we were taught the same way, you right. know, ball handling. And even the changing uh, hands, mm-hmm. you know, right, left, left to right. Like, we were taught that. So Dedrick basically taught Kyrie, yeah. you know, those lessons. And you know, I'm sure Kyrie has watched because we've had conversations because he just, you know, he told me he remembers. And I didn't even remember Toronto was was working me out in Mitchell Gym and Dedrick brought him. And he said one of the one of the things I remember is you made shots at different angles. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you just made all these yeah. kinds. of. Shots. Yeah. So, you know, I think there's definitely an influence. And I think he just took it to another level. Mm-hmm. Like ball handling. Like I said, I'm reactionary, but he just makes stuff up. But he's but he's setting you up. 
You know what I mean? As he's doing all these things. But I was more like quick mm-hmm. to was go at you. Whereas he can give you a flurry and then embarrass you. Yeah. So his ball handling is a lot different. I mean, a lot different. Uh, he shoots better. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know this, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just the game involves. Yeah, the game involves, the range involves. Uh, my next question was going to be like, uh, with that said, like, who are some of the guys that, like, you're like, damn, dude, like, I like how he get down because I can see a little me in him. That's why I love Kyrie. I love John Morant. Mm-hmm. I think John Morant, I see, you know, he's just super athletic. But the way he plays the game, the way he lets it come to him, whether he yeah. can score, it's not a big deal. You can tell he's not thirsty for anything. He's just trying to make the right play. Mm-hmm. So I love John Moran, love Kyrie, love Chris Paul. You know, then I'm a D Rose fan, John Wall, you know, yeah. all those guys. You, you know, but, you know who I see a lot of you in. Who's that? James Harden. Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. Yeah. You you know who you know who I see a lot of you in? Who's that? James Harden. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because he has feel. Like and he maneuvers and but he's he's even taking it like but it's it, 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 it's 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 you were so good at, and James is so good at getting that shoulder and taking yes. that. Sh- like I don't know if it's something you practice or if some you made a point. You know what I mean? Or you are super adamant. But if you you were able to get your shoulder around the other defender's shoulder, it was like a foul. A and yeah. like I see a lot of like James Harden and like the yeah. But it's so I always felt like so if I'm driving against you and you know, obviously you're facing me, but if I get this shoulder at your shoulder, mm-hmm. then what can you do? How do you right. defend that? Right. You know what I mean, once I come, it's like even pulling up, right? If I if I drive it and I get this shoulder and your shoulders in back of that, how can you block the shot? Mm-hmm. So I I always try to get that shoulder past you. Or I'm a bumpy with the shoulder and create space. And that and and but at the angle that you do it, right? Because it's like usually we when when kids are being taught, they're taught to get low and get a shoulder by, right? But for point guards, that's hard because you're so small. You know what I mean? That when you do get by somebody, you still gotta go up and get over the big. You are able to do that. Yeah, fucking standing up straight. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the backboard too, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm throwing the ball up. At right. Me. So that gave me an advantage because I'm running straight at you, and mm-hmm. and I got my eyes straight at the rim. So you are gonna follow my eyes? So my mm-hmm. eyes telling you I'm about to lay it up, mm-hmm. and at the last minute I change it. Well, you don't know. You don't know what to do. Oh, I can bring it back and hold it as you coming down, and then throw it off an angle. Right. Like can't. You know, so the backboard helped all that physicality, but yeah. I had the back as well. Yeah, you were like a, a master of angles. And, and and also, I think, one of the most underrated things about you, outside of your defense, I say you were, you, you, you had, you were a great defender. Your passing, man, 
Yeah, yeah fucking. So, hey, yeah, I don't think they give enough credit for that. They but, do not yeah. give you enough credit for your passing. You are yeah. one of the best passers of all time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they they give me enough credit for that. I think my floor vision, and also because you know back then when you make a cut, we made passes to to the big. Like you get it to them right at the basket. Right. So there's that's not easy. If you if you look at the history of the NBA, like I got traded or I got picked up by Portland my second time around because they just wanted somebody who can pass to the post yeah. and get them the. Yeah. At the right time. Right. Because post-passing was like the hardest thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. the hardest thing to do. But you led the league in assists one year. You were like in the top five, top three in assists for like four or five years. And I also feel like, you know, because I feel like I experienced this too. That's why I, I love you so much and relate to you. It was like the whole all-star shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, what the what the fuck is the qualifications? You know what I mean? Like just personal. That was all personal. What? That was all personal. I mean, I led the. Was I mean, it the? Co- it was. Was it the coaches? Yes, the coaches. Yeah. But I mean, let's just because like, you busting their ass, right? And they hate you because yeah. you outsmarting them. You know what I mean? But, but, because you know, I had some things happen. So you know, they put the attitude thing on me and all of that. But so people always say, "What's the biggest snub?" Right. So I always tell people, all right, so in 1997, I think it was, mm-hmm. led the league in assists. Yep. Uh, I think I was like 18 and 18, some change. Yep. 11, 18 and 11. 18, I think, 11 and right. 7. I made second team All-NBA. <laughs> right. So how do you <laughs> like, that just doesn't make sense. Like, you're telling me I'm top 10 at the end of the year, but I'm not top 24 at yeah. the midpoint. Right, and who were the guards that were taking that year? I mean, that was tough. Like, it was always tough. I can't even lie. Yeah. You had Tim, you had GP, you had Stockton, you had Kevin Johnson, you know, even Terrell Brandon, who yeah. was underrated. Super you underrated. Had, I mean, that were, you had Penny. So mm-hmm. they were guards, but, I mean. It's just the all-star fucking voting sucks, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, like, I don't. It's hard because it's like the coaches – like, you got to pick one guard. You got to pick one forward. Now, you got to pick one center. And I don't agree with the coaches. And then I definitely don't agree with the fans. Yeah, man. So, we usually like to part, uh, you know, you, you talked about being on the Phoenix Suns. If you was on another team, uh, you know, just any words. We got young point guards out here, you know, from the point guard himself. You know, any parting words before you have to duck out. Man, it would just be study the game. If you're about the game, study the game, study the history. You know, obviously study the present. Uh, learn every facet of the game. Learn how to use both hands. Uh, learn how to make others better or, or, you know, always make it about the, the big picture, the team. But And it's getting the gym and work. Like, that's what this is about. If you want to get to the level we've gotten to, you know, it's work. It's understanding the game. It's never being above the game. It's being, I always say there's a cocky, humble mm. piece. that. We and sometimes I think young people will forget about the humble part. Yep. And that humility, you intake things. Uh, so I would just, you know, if you're about the game, study it, work it, be humble. 
That's powerful. Words from probably one of the most humblest point gods that you're going to hear on this show. You know, the master of angles, the dictator of the in and out, the around your back foolery, the no look past, the magic, the pearl, the walt. You know what I mean? The elements, right? The New York flair, right? With the Chicago gangster. You know what I mean? The unstoppable uh, force, one of my favorites. You know, uh, NBA legend, New York legend, uh, street ball legend, and probably don't need, ain't probably never played really street ball. <laughs> I mean, no, you get street ball time. Street ball growing up in New York, of course, yep. but it's just like all that, you know, just kind of transcended into this godly this kind of godly beam that, you know, inspired a lot of point guards around the country, especially someone like myself. And I appreciate you coming out and doing this, lending your knowledge, your wisdom, your what ifs with the legend. My man. Right. Strictly. Love. My man. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The great Rod Strickland the creator the angler the master of the angles the in and out setup the rep, the behind the back drop cross drop curl all of the elements and levels of the wiggle the precision doctor a master of passing New York's finest straight out the Bronx pathway of the gauchos then to Oak Hill, then to DePaul, the Chicago, then to Portland, then to New York, then in Washington, where he became one of my favorite point guards, none other than the legend. I call him the wiggler, the angler, Rod Strickland, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you guys for tapping in, being a part of this episode as we talked about New York basketball, being behind Mitchell Projects, walking to school, walking to the gym. Uh, Big shout out, you know, to Mark Jackson. Big shout out to John Stockton. Big shout out to Gary Payton. All of the great point guys that Rod Strickland mentioned today people he looked up to competitors he played against shout out to the point god of point gods magic johnson we will have them all on this show ladies and gentlemen that is concludes another episode of the point god show Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.